All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of the Dunk Dynasty podcast. Back in action, full crew on deck. Myself, Panash and Yashanu. We've got Trigger Trey, Trey Mitchell, E-Mac, Ethan McDonald's here. Jed Mitchell also here. Back in action, episode 13. What is happening, fellas? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just cruising. Uh me and Jed have just played one of the greatest basketball games of all time. Uh, I think we combined for maybe three points, but uh, that's okay. Uh, we've, we had fun. We're here. We're ready to rock and roll and uh, talk about the things that people want to hear. Yeah, that three points is still more than uh, Stephen A. Smith averaged in college. So, uh, you know, we're still qualified to chat to you guys. <laughs> that doesn't sound too good. Three points. I mean, combined minutes is that though? Stephen A was only playing about forty minutes. minutes. One of nineteen, three points. I I got ten points. I got I dropped thirty three last week. So yeah, let's not talk about it. Okay, we won't. (laughs) You love you love to see the state of it. You love to see the state of it. What you win though, or no? Uh, Lost both weeks. Lost both weeks. But Washington Wizards. Damn. We got Kate Cunningham over here. One in fifteen wins, going thirty points. Uh, yeah, I think I think I should just drop out of the league, focus on uh, you know, other things. But it is what it is. How Such you pay? Good man. Such is life. Such is life, bro. As they say, it is what it is. Living the great life in Hamilton, bro. The 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 second greatest city in um New Zealand. So life is well. Second bro. greatest city in the Waikato, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Us, bro, they love it over here in Hamilton, you know? Second greatest, only behind. You already know what is behind. Only behind one. I don't even want to, I don't even want to guess. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, that is true. Please, do not. Um, But, fellas, lots of stuff going on in the NBA. Lots of, yes, injuries are going on. Teams coming out of the post-All-Star break. It's all been going on. Some teams all over the shop. First one to start off with, you know, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a big push going forward, the MVP race. So you definitely have got some names that I think have now started to stand out. You got Jokic going for his third MVP. Then I think probably equal or right behind them, you've got two guys going for their first MVP, Shea Gilgis, Alexander and uh, Luka Doncic. So what's your, what's your thoughts on the, the state of the MVP race? Oh, I, I think it's... No, you go Shay, but you got to give it to Jokic, I reckon, so far. But Shay's my number two by by a lot. Like I reckon the third gap's decent. Mm, I think that second and third's quite tight. Jokic is doing his thing. He's had had a little bit of rest over the All Star break. He's come back like a monster, eh? Uh, how can you not give it to him? He's just doing so well. Yeah. Luca's playing well too. I think it's close it's between I think it's close between Luca and Jokic and Shea. Like or to be fair, I'd, I'd have Shea at three, Luca at two, Jokic at one, but I think it's close. The only reason Jokic is probably more ahead is because his team's playing better. But then Shea's as well is playing pretty good. So I don't know. I reckon it's I reckon it's probably a lot closer than you, than we give credit. Right, narrative plays into it too much. Like it, all this, like no one was talking about Luca at all until just before the All Star break. His team's in what, like the the eighth seed, and everyone's just like, oh, you know, they won seven in a game games in a row. Let's uh, throw them in there. It's all about narrative, and I reckon as it comes down to the end of the season, narrative's what's going to win it. Forever is going to win it. At the moment, I don't see anyone but Jokic getting it. But I'd love to see someone squeak it out. But you know, the noise between uh, Luca. Where you guys been all season? That's all I'll say. One Have game. I've been sporting Luca all year. What do you mean? One game away from being in the ninth seed, bro. That ain't that. Ain't, come on, bro. I can't give it. Yeah, you can't give the MVP. Like, and like, okay, oh, so. I, I, nah. Okay, no, nah, I disagree. Shea hasn't had a thirty-four, six, and seven game this entire season. If Luca had that game this year, his stats would go down. And what's 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 Shea's seed? Come on. What's Shea's seed? No, it's not. It's not. It's not a team. It's but not a it, team oh. award. It's a player award. They Jay's change it from also... year to year. Some years they give it based on the best team. If <laughs> Why we, do we call it the MVP if, team award, dude? 
bro, that means other players have got MVP with 60 games, bro, because they'd be like, oh, well, this player got 60, so this team won 60 games. Let's give him MVP. Stats aren't there. We're not giving MVP to a nine seed, so he's out of it. It's it's down to it's down to Jokic and, and SGA, clear yeah, as and, day. And like the thing that people like works me up is like Shay, like he's not going to wow you. He's not going to get like forty or fifty points, but literally every single game, pretty much. I think of the well, like 55, 56 games yeah. they've played this season, he's had like he's he's had like a thirty point game in almost every single game, and he'll finish the game with his exact averages. LeBron. His career, he's what averaged twenty-seven, seven and seven. Never had a twenty-seven, seven and seven mm. game in his career. Wild, it's a true stat. Look it up. Mm. Shea pretty much gets his exact average every single night. He's the epitome of consistency, and I reckon that's the underrated aspect. And these guys are going to call me a homer, but it's like literally, it's like I don't know why you want a player who's going to pop off for fifty and then like you you get the win and then the next game he goes for twenty and you guys lose. I'd rather just have you know your 30, 30 bag every night. And your team has a good shot to win every single night. Like I don't know, I just two, bro, two games ahead of also, the of the Nuggets as well. So I'm like, also, bro, if that lead extends, MVP for me. Also, no one's going to talk about it as well. By far the best defensive player in the MVP race by like head and shoulders. Oh yeah, it's not really even close. Luca plays no defense. We Luca's like I said, Luca's my second second favorite player to watch. Nowhere near. He's a terrible defender. Worst. And, worst guard you're defender. Getting better. And if you go into the if you go into the advanced stats, no, oh, don't do this. Don't do this, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey, just a, stop it. No, just get comment, off just it. Com- I'm just gonna say one and two in every single advanced stat is Luca. I'm oh, not Luca. Is um Jokic and Shea. One and two in pretty much every advanced stat. Is uh yeah. I think, Shea yeah, I, I think it's definitely yeah. It'll be it'll be those two. It's just the the order. I feel like for Shea to get it. He's gonna to need to pull away from the the OKC Thunder. Are gonna to need to pull away from the Nuggets even more. Right now, it's at two games. I think minimum minimum five game uh, buffer they're gonna need between them and the Nuggets for people to really push the agenda. Because Jokic's stats are, are better, but if if they can be five games ahead, I think that's when it becomes the the Shea the Shea award. Yeah, well, like you say, like his stats are better, but then like. Like their field goal percentage is probably identical, and Shea's a guard shooting fifty five percent from the field. Mm. That is that is insane. I think like what they say, like it's the first person since MJ to do that. So, like mm. a guard shooting fifty plus from the field is unheard of. A guard shooting fifty five percent is just out of this world, like mm. efficiency. Yeah, you, yeah. You can give you can give Shea the MVP, but I, I want to see it in the playoffs. Oh, I love that. Just like in the playoffs. That's the NBA saying at the moment. Oh, I want to see in the playoffs. Oh, I, I want to see Shay in the playoffs. No one's ever seen the it. regular you season award. You think it's an NBA saying? It's Panasha. He's got it written up on his wall. He goes to sleep <laughs> saying that. Let me see in the playoffs. Julius Randle, let me see in the playoffs. Shay, let me see in the playoffs. But Shay, like you, I said, bro, bro, he's got it. Bro, do your thing in the regular season. Because I don't know. He might be a Peyton Manning, bro. A regular season superstar. Be... Re- regular season merchant. That, that's what he could be, you know? It could be yeah, Joel Embiid, like, mate. You know, yeah, oh, they got like a similar okay. style. They but like at similar... the end of the day, it is a regular season award. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. See, 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 the thing is, okay, regular season award, cool. But is it a team award or is it a player award? Oh, well, it's more of a team award probably because if you finish with sixty wins, the best player in that team is going to get it. Like. Oh yeah, yeah what's the player award? But he's only averaging thirty six and six. Oh, thirty six okay. and five. Cool. Fifty five percent from the field and leading the NBA in steals. Yeah, bro. It's a, it's it's that's it's a team. Feeling, team. Might be in love His team's it. carrying him to those stats. Individual <laughs> award. You want to give it? You want to give MVP to the ninth seed, Ethan? This is your logic. You want to give MVP to the ninth seed? I want to give it to Luca, the best yeah. player in the league. Luca's one game away from being in the ninth seed. That's yeah. what, you, know, you, you know how you're saying you know how you're he's saying the best player in the league like no he's not the best player in the league no he's not oh no, we're not giving the MVP to Luca for being one game away from being in the ninth seed you're in, like literally in one week's time if Golden State win enough games and the Mavs lose which probably the way that they play sometimes they could easily we could be sitting here saying the ninth seed guy is the guy who a week ago everyone was saying that's the MVP no. And he's not the, the best one, player in the league. No, he's not. The one thing you do need to defend Luke on is this is the best, I think, the West is. Would we say this is the best the West has ever been? Like, this is like 1 through 10, the teams are elite. Like, there is that part of it. But the best the NBA's also, been. 
yeah yeah but there's, there's there's no way there's no way you can give it to a ninth seed like people eight or ninth seed even if they climb up to six i don't see it. like westbrook when he won his he bucked the trend of the top teams getting it and um he had to do something that had not been done in like you know yeah, since just the, the, the old old days i can't He's yeah i got it no. I, I can't give it there's no chance i could give it to to a luca i feel these days you've got to be you can have great stats unless you're doing something that's never been seen before no russell westbrook is the only outlier you're the top three MVP? Or no. is it who votes for it? is it is it is it fan voting or is it just uh like no, coaching it's media it's media, media. yeah so you know fan that. had a, a fan's had a say my <laughs> lord yeah, bro, Andrew game. Wiggins and Zaza Pachulia would get MVP. It's, bro, that's why you can't give the fans nice things. But that's why we've got the media members. I feel media members, though, they probably bet on who's going to win MVP. So that's what probably triggers their, the way that they vote. You do not yeah. SGA will win. If it was um, the fan vote, LeBron would be a 20-time MVP. Oh, yeah, 100%. Deserving, yeah. too. Yeah. The well, year they robbed him in 2018. Disgusting. Fair, LeBron's deserved more than four. Yeah. Yeah. At least six. Derek Rose should have won that one. Yeah. Facts. Nah. Tell them. Tell the people. Just like, well, Steve Nash, same thing. Shouldn't have two MVPs. But somehow he sits here with two. Steve, Steve Nash. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The guy out of the... Oh. Steve Nash I, I, probably I has... Steve Nash's basketball game. Oh, my gosh. Or well, actually Steve Nash and uh who else? Someone else has the but yeah, Steve Nash off the top off the top of the top of my head, that's the two worst MVPs. No, yeah, no doubt about it. But to be seen this season. Um so what? If everyone had to pick right now, who's your who's your pick? MVP. I reckon Jokic, Jokic but I, I can see narrative wise at the end of the season, um Shay snatching it. Okay. And then Trey, who you got? Oh, Jokic. They're on through, mate. They're on through. And then Ethan, who you got? Uh, well, I'm going to go with Luca to win it. All right. Give me SGA. I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll butt the trend. We'll go three different picks. I'll go, I'll go SGA as well. I'll go SGA, not as well. I'll go SGA. So, all right. That's the picks. Dunk Dynasty podcast picks. Next one up. The Atlanta Hawks been dealing with a well major injury. I saw the Instagram picture today. He's uh, fresh off surgery. Trey Young out for four weeks, maybe even more. Who knows how he's going to recover? But yeah, Trey Young out for four weeks. Atlanta Hawks down their man. Uh, now going into essentially a big stretch of their season, trying to make the play in, and uh, Trey Young's not going to be there. But they're on a two game little two-game win streak. So what's your thoughts on the Atlanta Hawks during this time? Do you think they can stay in that play-in spot or maybe rise a little bit higher, which would be difficult? Yeah, what, what's your what's your thoughts? Who, Who's really the handbrake on the Hawks? Hey? Come on, Pete. This is to you. Who's the handbrake on the Hawks? DeJounte Murray. Well, I, 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 want, I want the Hawks to win all of their games from here right now. I just want to say, I reckon if the Hawks go two or three games above 500 throughout this, it's going to be a really, really, really interesting um, summer for the for the Hawks. And it'll be really interesting summer for the, the NBA because there's going to be more star players on the market. So, yeah, I want the Hawks to win and Trey Young to get traded because that makes an exciting new team next year. Send him to the West so he can be the, the, the new Damian Lillard, the, the all-star snubbed player. He's coming to LA. To he's coming to no, LA. He's got... Gonna San Antonio. He's coming to LA. Welcome oh, to LA. LA. Oh He's coming God. to LA. Just wait for it. That's why, bro. Who isn't going to LA? Quinn Snyder. Apparently, everybody's going to LA. Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Make these guys win every game. Everyone's going there. Make these guys win, please. I, I need Trey Young to come to Lakers. For the Hawks with uh, this situation, if they, as Jed said, if they do start winning, because they've been obviously they looked like they're lining up to trade Dejounte in this off season, and if they start winning with him, yeah, Trey Young's off to the San Antonio to play with Wimby. That's how it is. Win-win scenario, man. Get out, get out. Well, to be fair, Atlanta is a nice place. It's a nice place to live. So it sucks in that sense, but to go play with a generational talent, 
Trey Young, you deserve it. Especially after this team hey. has wasted three years of your career. Nah, calling it now. Um, James Harden with Trey Young. <laughs> James Harden would love to live in Atlanta with a little baby. Best clubs. That's crazy. No, but Lanta, I mean, it's a big stretch of their season. And yeah, missing Trey Young, if, I mean, the way they've started two games already, if the trend continues, now you start to look around. Because I think you're already looking at Capella's got to go, surely. I feel like Big O can take over at center. So you can move Capella. Then probably, depending on how well you do, you're probably going to be moving Trey Young. Now doors open because you can probably get some pretty good packages for those two guys. Yeah, well, I don't know. Does Capella have much upside anymore? His defense is lacking. Like he's taking a big drop off. But people like that sort of defender, a guy who can he can still play well in the pick and roll as a defender. He can still get you some. He's still a good shot blocker. Still a nice big blob threat. This What's season, I feel like he was a little bit hampered. His hmm? contract's not huge either. Eh? I don't know. Maybe he was on one of those four for sixty fours. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, I, I remember it not being good. huge. Yeah. Surely he's getting to the end of that deal because, bro, it feels like he's been in Atlanta, what, since that 2020, the 2021 season he was there. So that he must have got renegotiated, what, 2022? So I'm assuming hmm. he's got to have two years left on that deal after this season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We, yeah, I don't really... I, I wouldn't want Capella. I feel like... I don't know. Just... I- There'll probably be a market out there for him. I feel like not. It won't be as serious it would have been as it would have been two or three years ago. But there still will be a market in my in my opinion for oh, him. Lakers will get him. Yeah, if if, the, if he goes to the Lakers, I guarantee you they lose in the playoffs. Scapegoated end of his career. Montrezl Harrell style. Fight. That's why people agent- are trying to scapegoat Trey Young, bro, for no reason. People are trying to always ha- try to throw bro this this poverty franchise Atlanta, absolute disgrace of a franchise. Absolutely yeah. despicable, bro. Who, bro? This guy took you to the conference finals, and now you're out here trying to shit on his name. Oh, it's it's crazy to me. The fans of Atlanta, fickle people. The only good thing to ever come out of Atlanta is the Migos. Other than that, the, the city's trash. Sucks. Atlanta Falcons, they suck. Atlanta Braves, they suck. Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young carried that franchise. Now they try to shit on him. Just bro. Uh- I hope he gets traded. I hope he comes to LA or he goes to somewhere else that actually values it because, bro, disrespect as an all-star, come to a big market, LA, you get voted as an all-star starter every single year. No um, more disrespect. By, by the way, over the, who? The Hawks don't over suck. Who? No, the hold Hawks on a minute. What do you mean over who? Starter over. Over Shea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Yeah. You, oh, wait, how many um, conference finals has Shea been to? How many seasons have no, no, been no, 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 that's not the question. That's not the question. How many, how many conference finals has, has Shay Gilgis Alexander been to? Oh, good. Uh, he hasn't even been to the playoffs. How many years has Trey been on the answer the question. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. Give me the answer. What's the answer to that question? Trey Young should be MVP this year. What's the answer to the question? Oh, good. Are we going to define his career? Oh, the fucking damn. Bro, zero. Nada, not a fucking one, bro. Exactly. And people try to say Shea's better than Trey Young. Zero conference finals. Tell me what Trey Young was doing when he was age 23, bro. In the conference finals, bro. Losing Where's his Shea? Where's Shea? Where was Shea when uh-huh. he was 23? Missing uh, the player. I, I think he was still End in high conversation. school. I think he was still in high school when he was 23. We know how to count. Well, Shea would have been what, like, you know, young? They were the same draft, weren't they? Nice, Ethan. Thank you for that. <laughs> Did they? Oh, mate. I'm too old. You should know. He got drafted to your favorite team. Actually, he got drafted by the Hornets. This guy's a Clippers yeah. fan. I didn't know that Shane was on the Clippers. Come on. Hey, what do you mean? He got drafted really on Bridges on draft day. Despicable. Yeah, it was one of the stupidest trades I've ever seen, but we don't worry about that. Mm. So zero. Yeah, well, the, the Hornets dream run came to an end today with an absolute bodying by the Bucks. 26 points at the half. 26 points at the half. How is that possible? <laughs> you sounded like Hillary Barry when you did that. 26 points at the half. Hey, 26. and the weather today. And oh, you know what? Actually, today. shout out to, to News Hub. I know a lot of people got fired today since they shut down. So shout out to the to, to, yeah, to them. You guys need a job. Come come pull up. Uh, Dunk Dynasty oh, podcast. I heard no. that. That is gold. 
we're gonna start we're gonna start running the weather on the dunk dynasty podcast so if you you know weather man from news hub come on who is how many people freaking watch today well no one anymore yeah exactly Exactly. death death to news hub um those redundancy packages about to be lit though um but what's your thoughts so what's your predictions anyone got uh the atl hawks well, I mean, it's going to be hard for them to rise into... They're stuck in the play. And they're not, oh, they're not going that. anywhere. They're not, they, yeah. they can't go they're, down. They can't they're literally in that 7 to 10. They're not moving, so... And now no that the Raptors have got their pizza party, they're going back to tanking. Bro, the pizza party, it happened. Hey, thanks for that, man. We really needed that for you to tell us about that one. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, no pizza parties in uh, Philadelphia. I know they've got those little giveaways that they always do for pizzas and wings and whatever, because if they win by whatever... Not a lot of winning going on over there in Philadelphia since Embiid went down. Um, seven and seventeen without Joel Embiid after being twenty six and eight with him. Uh, slumping seventy sixes. What's uh, what's your thoughts, man? Things are going south and south very fast. One game away from being the play in, in the East, so it's getting a lot more uh, difficult and tricky for them now. I, they're going to be in the play. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Holy. Them in Boston in the first round, maybe? Heat. Heat uh, on the rise. Tyrus Maxey, first year of being the man. And uh, he's got all of it on his shoulders right now because everyone else is selling. Hella bad. They suck. Every- I don't know about this everyone else is selling thing. I feel like old mate who's an all-star is the one who's selling that team. Joel Embiid, Who? 100%. Embiid? No, Tyrese Maxey, the guy who's supposed to take over and be the guy. I saw him put up put out a post. He said, well, it's my time to be the guy, blah, blah, blah. Brother, what? What? Do you want to shoot officially from the field? Do you want to be the number one guy? And Bede's not there. Be the number one guy. Like, what What are you doing, bro? I don't get this. Like You watch him, you watch him play now as well, and it's like hero ball. Comes close game in the fourth quarter, step back three, step back three, fading away, off-balance shot. It's just... Mm. No. It's I don't know, bro. It's okay. It's tough for him. I understand. It's he's not. It's Joel and Bede's team. We know that. But at least we can get some games in here. Phil Tyrese. They've been this last four game stretch is the one I'll excuse. It's it's difficult. They played some difficult teams. The Bucks. I'm pretty sure they had to play in there. The Cavs. They had to play in there. The Knicks. They had to play in there. Celtics. They had to play in there. So that's a hard stretch. Oh, I don't mind that. I'll give you. You know, you can't get wins against that top four. That's. You need him to, to beat those guys. But it's underneath it, those other games where you need to get wins. And Tyrese Maxey, you need to play well. I don't think that's happened. So it's it's hard to to see how this team can keep above, trade above water for when it, if, if Embiid even does come back the way that they've gone now because they just haven't shown any signs that they can, you know, tread water, keep, maintain themselves in, well, out of the play-in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they should be better. Seven and seventeen, not good enough. Have you have you looked at their starting team from today against Boston? Not a bad starting team. Ubre, Harris, Reed, Maxi, Hield. What? Other than Maxi making twelve of twenty-four, the rest of the team made what's that? Eight of thirty. The starting team, eight of thirty, and you're telling me it's Maxi's fault. See, this is back. You're back at it again, bro. You, it's individual sport. According to you, Barcelona's played by one player. No, you, no. You have the job to make your play no, your, that's, your teammates that's not better. What I'm saying, I'm saying that Tyrese Maxey's actually out here scoring points, getting buckets, while the rest of his side can't even <laughs> shoot it into the ocean. Well, Brother. I think I think Tyrese Maxey realizes that if he's in the ninth seat, he's probably going to get Ethan's vote for MVP. Yeah. So I think so that I think that's what he's going for. <laughs> what do you mean? It's Tyrese Maxey's job to ca- to carry that team. If you're going to carry the team, carry the team, bro. It's his first year being actually solid, and you want him to carry bro, the team straight away. he's been in the NBA away. more than one year. He knows how it goes. You've just got to deliver. If you want to be the guy, you've got to be the guy. That's literally how it works. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm good this year, so like, I'll start winning next year. It doesn't work like that. He's an all-star, though. He's supposed to be an all-star. I thought all-stars are supposed to be game changers. That's, that's what oh, it's supposed well, to be. Yeah, Trey Young's an all-star, now his team's winning. What's that? Trey Young's an all-star, now his team's winning. Barely an all-star because the people don't want to put him in there. So, technically speaking, we've got Tyrese Maxey, 
shouldn't have been all star over Trey Young, but that's a story for another day. Hmm. Team struggling, bro. Like no one beat. This is your time to shine. Whether it be getting your teammates involved, like a, these four games here, I give you the pass. I don't mind. These are the top four teams in the East. Don't care. The other games, when you are playing the other teams that are not top four, where are you, and how are you making your teammates better? Can't yeah, be. You've got to be. You've got to be at least around five hundred. I think if you're that good with Embiid and your roster, your your roster's not like not deep. You've got to be around that five hundred mark. Seven and seventeen with no Embiid, man. That's that's a toughie. It is only going to get worse and worse as as time goes. It looks like because, yeah. What Bro. happens? Could yeah, you see them like... falling out of the plan? Nah, they're way far no, away from no. doing that. They'll drop into the play-in, but yeah, they won't fall out of the play-in. That's gonna be the tricky one, though, because yeah, you fall into the play-in as that's what the seven. It's you're playing maybe the Orlando Magic. I don't. I have... uh, that, they're gonna be eighth. That they're only one game, a half a game ahead of um the Pacers and Orlando, and I could imagine Orlando and the Pacers are going to win more games to finish the year than the 76ers. The Pacers fell off a little bit. The Pacers are streaky. They'll go on like a five, six game winning streak and then they'll then they'll um, lose a few in a row. They're a high offense team there. It kind of happens. I have a hot take. I think Embiid will only come back if they're not in the plan. If they're in the plan, he was not going to come back because they'll be like, bro, we win this. We have to play boss. Like, depending what happens, we either play, uh, who's it, Boston? Or if the Bucks overtake the Cavs again, the Bucks. But if it stays as it is, it's going to be Celtics or the Cavs. You're like, uh, if we fall into eighth, we're facing the Celtics. Why would we bring a bead back just for the toughest series after being out for that long? I, I just don't see it. I think he might yeah. be gone for the rest of the season. And, and Bede had his surgery beginning of February, and there's a report out that he's going to be at least eight weeks from then. So what's that? It's end of March, start of um, April kind of thing, being back. And he's, they said he's probably not even going to be 100% when he's back anyway. So they're in trouble. They're in I trouble. think call it. Uh, I reckon call it. Call it. I don't even call it for the season because, nah. Just, I reckon just call it and come back next season because – even when he comes back, you got two, three weeks to get to get ready for the playoffs into playoff basketball. And bro, it's just not worth it. You may as well just call it quits. Come back next year. Oh, what's the name? Tobias Harris will be off the books. You have cap money, uh, money from the salary cap to go get another player. Do that instead. Trey, oh, you got Kyle Larry. He's awful. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. Bro, he's he, got a key to the had, city. He had a game today, though, man. Three points. Allow it. He's awful, bro. How's he still in the league? He'll start on the Hornets. He'll like, start on the Wizards and the Hornets, so it's bro, all right. It's, 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 it's still terrible. It's because he's got that dumpy. He just seduces the front office. Yeah. Crazy. He's got the PBL. Josh, that Kyle Larry Josh looks Freeman. like, like oh, a, like a fat Kevin Hart. Is anyone else saying that? Or was that just me? Nah. Must be oh, I've got a BBL for sure. All right. Um, then you got, obviously, as we were talking about before, some of the rankings, uh, strength of schedule becoming a big key because uh, a lot of people keep talking about how the Suns have the most difficult strength of schedule going forward or for the remainder of the season. So looking at some of the key teams that are in the top five, not even just the top, yeah, actually in the top six, you've got the Suns, the Bucks, and the Lakers all with uh, all in the top six of the hardest strength of schedule remaining. Meanwhile, the Celtics... Oh, sorry. Meanwhile, the Warriors and the Heat are in the do- bottom seven of strength of schedule going forward. And then the team that's the best in the NBA has got the 20... Has probably got... Has got the second easiest schedule remaining. So how much of a factor do you think that's going to play going into this uh, last 24 games of the season? Some teams, 23, whatever the case may be. Especially for those teams there. Oh, it's huge. I, I think it's... Yeah, it's huge. Like, you got teams, especially like fighting for home court advantage if you're like trying to go for the fourth seed if you're at fifth and you're trying to go for the fourth seed and you're versing a, a tough opponent it, it's huge it's yeah unfortunate for the Suns obviously who are trying to make a push for the home court advantage or whatever they're not far behind but it's going to be a tough tough um push at the end of the season but 
it's good for the fans, eh? We love to see it. Have we ever seen a, a season this tight as well? Like, there's only one seed in the NBA that's locked up at the moment. I think 14-15. 14-15 the other year. No, it's the Celtics at first. But, um, mm. yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, every single play-in and above team, apart from the Celtics, has a lot of movement they can do with one or two losses. So, yeah, it's crazy. Fans Gross. are blessed. And the strength of schedule will be hella important. Oh man, the Suns, the Suns, the Suns, the Suns. The Suns literally with that strength of schedule will either be, yeah, fit, could either be playing the Clippers in the first round series or the Nuggets in the first round series or get what what I've been calling the, the series that you want, the, the Thunder, you know. it's It can go either way. And well, the Lakers, I feel like now in probably one of the hardest situations because they're going to be in the play-in and more than likely are going to be playing the first play-in game in Golden State, that's that's what I foresee. I think it's the way that it's shaping up right now. You're probably probably looking at that where it's Lakers traveling to San Fran over there, spot to make it into the second playing game, and then freaking hell on the other side, the Bucks. The Bucks are trying to chase down the Cavs for that second seed. I think first seed we already know is, is gone. No one's catching the Celtics. That's another massive one because that's going to be maybe the difference between playing the Orlando Magic, who you would rather have no experience, as I always say. Or facing the team that's causing so many problems, the Miami Heat. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be huge, man. Mm. Yeah. And the the no Bucks are coming together nice. Was that you go? No one wants to play the Heat in the playoffs. <laughs> I think even the Celtics, man, they, they don't want to see the Heat in the playoffs, to be honest. But that they'll, they'll play anyone, obviously. Like, they'll, they'll say, come at us, but. I think the Heat's definitely the team they want to play the least. They get the Magic first round. That's probably dream scenario. Well, I feel for the Celtics, it's any team that's not the Heat in the first round is going to be, a, I think, might be a 4-1, maybe even a sweep. Any mm. team that's not named the mm. Heat, I think it's a it's a 4-1 or even a sweep. So they probably want that just to to get to where they want to go much quicker, the, the, the final destination quicker. But... Oh, bro, it's it's tight in that, man. And the Warriors and the Lakers being in those two positions and then being on the completely opposite sides of that strength of schedule just makes it even more probably fascinating or probably worse off if the Lakers because Bron Bron, you know, if things don't go well, might uh, start throwing up some more hourglasses on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, 40,000 points next game. Heard you say that, though. Uh, strength of schedule being like a tough strength of schedule uh, for like the Bucks and easy for the Celtics. Like going into the playoffs, would you rather play easy games or tough games? But yeah, those last, tough. like you'd oh, want to play tough ones, the games that you're actually trying to get the seeding, trying to like that you have to win, must win games, and then you kind of get a bit more, I guess, game experience in those tough moments. Whereas the Celtics aren't going to have that because they're gonna annihilate pretty much everybody till they get to the but like when you're the celtics as well it's kind of different because you don't have to be ready to go to like you don't have to be at nba finals level play game one of the playoffs because the gap between your skills should be so different being one to eight seed that you should be able to build up series by series i think it's Mm. more probably for like those those mid to lower but i think that's where probably the play-in game's more vital for those teams that go through the play-in to play those next series. They get the boost. But like the strength of schedule in the last mm-hmm. few games of the season, I don't think it matters that much. I don't think you want tough games just before the start of the playoffs. I don't know. Most most teams would happily rest if they've got their seed um, yeah. comfortably locked up. And a lot of teams do. They're all aware that they're coming up to the playoffs anyway, so they all know they're going to step up come playoff time. Well, yeah. I think it depends. Varies team to team. Like a team like the Suns, I they need that hard schedule yeah, because they need they, it, yeah. yeah, they've only had that big three play what eighteen games together. They need those hard games to go through the trenches because people talked a lot last season saying, "Oh, the Nuggets rested players." Well, and then they kept up that momentum. So other teams are going to probably try a similar thing. It's different. The Nuggets played with each other three, four. What that team was together three or four years before, and that was the season they won it. They know each other. They know how all each other plays. They were able to get that momentum back quickly. For the Suns, for example, I like the hard schedule because this is your first season playing together. You go through that adversity in those hard games. That helps you get ready for the playoffs. Whereas for teams 
little bit newer. I'm like, uh, even the Celtics as well. Like they haven't been through a playoff adversity with this new team. Obviously, they've gone 41 and 12, whatever the record is. But in those hard, tough situations, that's where I think, you know, having a weak strength of schedule mm-hmm. might not play into their favor. Yeah. Oh, Trace gone. Um, yeah, it's interesting. For the Bucks. I reckon they need as well. The Bucks, mm. their defense improved so much lately. It's crazy. So that, yeah, like the Bucks need tough games and the more big games they have, the better it is. Uh, but it's probably this point of the season, just post our all-star break, and those those ten to fifteen games after the All Star break, that's when you want your tough games. Those last few games, I think, that's where you just switch your mindset to um, to the playoffs, to winning those games, and not really focusing in as much detail on those last games. Now is the time. Now is the time for the hard games. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. I I don't know. I I think in the East, the Bucks. Like you do say about having those tough games or whatever, and the way they've picked up and the way they're playing at the moment, uh, they'll win their they'll win you know fifteen of the next twenty. I think pretty you know they'll not comfortably, but I think they'll do it. And then they'll rest anyway because there's no way that those they're going to get caught by you know Philly or the Heat or any of those teams. I finished third, or I think they finished ahead of the Cavs probably. So I finished second probably, and they won't have to worry about it because they'll just do it. And I think that once they start. Uh, bonding with Doc a little bit and Giannis actually getting on the system and a little that, I think they'll be fine. I, the more the Bucks play the last few few last week at least the last couple of games, the more I'm thinking they are they are going to be good coming out of this um, hard stretch. Doctor Rivers has helped that defense. I thought I'd never see the day, but need to see Damian Lillard in the playoffs because he can't play Doc defense. In the playoffs. Need to see Doc. Oh, we've seen Doc in the Blackhouse. We already know if it's three to, yeah, three to one. I know how he is. I want to. I want to. I want to see Doc not blow a three-one lead. Like, like, oh, Doc Rivers, the Carl Shanahan of the NBA. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch my boy falter again. But imagine what? how happy we all will be if they're up three-one and they win. Like, it'll be the happiest moment in the NBA. Uh, no, how good would it be if they're up three-one and they win in seven? Oh, that's <laughs> that's what we need. I, I want to see Bucks up three one against the the Boston Celtics, and they win Game Seven the Conference Finals. That's what, yeah, that's what I need to be signed yeah. up to. I'd love like to see. We'll it. Make it even better as if Damian Lillard hits the game winning shot. Oh yes, no, he, he, he. But that's not like a strange thing. Damian Lillard hitting a series winning three in the playoffs. Yeah, he's done it twice with buzzer beaters. So yeah. you know, like it's not like it's something new. But yeah. What is strange is seeing him go far in the playoffs. So that would be something different. Yeah, there you go. He was in the West. He was in the West. Oh, don't don't All do right. this. Don't 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 give excuses. What we, what we what we what we want to see is we want to see him win a game in the conference final. That's what we want to see. What yeah. I don't want to see is him add anything to his trophy cabinet because I yeah. love Damian Lillard's empty empty trophy cabinet. Yeah, um, top seventy five player, rookie of the year, two time three point champion. That's <laughs> what gets you top seventy five. There you yeah. go. Oh, no, but, but imagine this award help Doc Rivers win game seven in a, in a after being up 3 1. That, if he wins a three that, a series up 3 1 with, with Doc, he's probably the goat point guard. It's top 50. Yeah, top 50. Yeah, 100%. I reckon. Um, well, fellas, uh, we've got a nice little interesting question that I saw on uh, Twitter. It's <laughs> this is going to be very interesting. So it is the 2023 Nuggets that won the championship, right? Let's say they magically added Luka Doncic, prime Luka Doncic, whether that's going to happen in the future or now, versus the 2016 Golden State Warriors if they added the greatest player of all time, LeBron James. That was a stupid question. In my mind, this isn't even close. It is. It was, yeah, it was probably, I've never seen anything. And people in the comments (laughs) really trying to justify, trying to find a way to say Luka, blah, blah, blah. I was like, brother, 2016 LeBron, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016 LeBron was like the best thing I've ever seen. He could take on a a, a 20 ton truck and he would win. Like, he averaged like a 40 point triple double in the finals. And this isn't this um isn't this 403 Steph Curry? Yeah, 403 Steph Curry. 739 Warriors. Yeah, 739 Warriors <laughs> with LeBron. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. What, what are some of these people out here saying, man? This is I can't even. 
People hey, saying who's guarding Jokic. What's the different debate if you if you said they... like Michael Jordan on the well, if you said LeBron on the Nuggets and Luca on the Warriors, it might have been a little bit of a different. No, even then, it's still the Warriors. Uh, it's still yeah. the Warriors. Whoever has whoever has LeBron is is cooking the other <laughs> team. It's bro. Okay, you can... you're putting you're putting 2016 2016 LeBron that came back from three one down in the finals and just ate the Warriors to pieces on any team. They're gonna win. It's GG's. Exactly. It's End GG. Yeah, I'm interested. I reckon, that, yeah, the question the other way around would have probably split a few more hairs. But, okay, um, we can, we're, let's let's put it that way around. So, Luca on the 2016 Warriors and LeBron on the 2023 Nuggets. Prime LeBron on the 2023 Luka, Nuggets. I, 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 I don't think Luca fits on the Warriors, to be honest with you. He doesn't fit their play style. He's an isolation. But, Luka, like, but, but Steph no, and Luca's a great passer. Steph and Clay, so good off ball. Draymond Green, great defender. They had Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, like all still as really good players. Who's stopping you know, Jokic? Like they, bro, they had. It's not like they didn't have big bodies. <laughs> they had Bogut. Bogut was a really good player throughout his career. Not like in 2016, they didn't. Okay, who's stopping LeBron? They had I, fucking Javale McGee in 2016. I think. No, they no, no, they didn't. Okay, who's stopping LeBron? That's the, okay. That's the thing where it gets caught up. But like, this would they would be by far and away the most offensively gifted team of all time. Right. Who's stopping LeBron? But like, LeBron is going to get forty points whether someone's guarding him or not. Like, you could put the best player in the, in the okay. NBA. You've got LeBron. Le- you've got okay. No, Jed, Jed. Okay, think about, think about it, Les. Okay, you've got the greatest athlete of all time, averaging forty points in a triple double, getting the ball from the one of the greatest centers of all time. <laughs> and you think they're going to win? The okay. fella, Jokic can Jokic can pass a basketball through a ring, like, and you think asking, they're going to beat that? You asking this? The 2016 Warriors would, of all the teams, would know how to best defend LeBron out of every team. Who's going to guard LeBron? The same guy who would have guarded him in 2016, Andre Iguodala. He won a Finals MVP for guarding him, for God's sake. Give him some credit. I, like LeBron's gonna get his stats anyway. I just reckon the Warriors adding Luca, like, what's the better team? Really, you break it down. The Nuggets, it, the, the Nuggets with LeBron, easy. Well, who's Luca guarding? Okay. Luca ain't guarding anyone. Okay, take, yeah. Okay. Bruce Brown, KCP, they were fucking flames in the playoffs, man. I don't. I generally don't understand. Like, who could they? The 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 Warriors would not be able to do anything because we're taking Luca as he is. Terrible defender. Luca is getting cooked. Javale Murray See, is there. KCP is there. LeBron has got people shooters to pass the ball to. No one's stopping the two-man game between Jokic and Murray. Imagine a two-man game between LeBron and Jokic. So do you reckon they play well off each other and then all those other players will be elevated? Absolutely. Well? Jokic could play well off anyone. Literally. Imagine how good Jamal Murray would be with LeBron. Oh, my Lord. Bro. LeBron with... And- Competent shooters. Oh lord! I think I think I think it's definitely a seven-game series, though. I just don't think. No, 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 no. I don't think it's seven at all. I think it's. (laughs) I think it's done quickly. And I, um, Michael Porter Jr.'s with that team with LeBron, prime LeBron. This is ninth seed. This is ninth seed Luka Doncic we're talking about as well. Yeah, he's on the team that you're arguing for as well. <laughs> this is MVP candidate ninth ninth seed Luka Doncic. Thirty-four nine and eight Luka. On the on the on the Warriors, I'm taking the Nuggets every day of the week with LeBron. I think they probably win it in six. I got six. I won't say Bro, five. Is, I'll say six. The, okay, the, no, I, what, I, isn't that the greatest individual playoff run in NBA history or something? LeBron in 2016, like led the finals in every single statistical category. Yeah, or or even you could argue 2018 was a. a Either one. He was just unbelievable. Okay, what, what about the 2017 Warriors versus that Nuggets team with LeBron? Oh, shut the oh, hell oh, up. Oh, oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep making it better for you. Maybe until you would make one. it Is that fair. What we're do? Maybe you'd make it fair if the Nuggets had LeBron. <laughs> How about that? Because it wasn't fair having KD. Hey, the commissioner comes out and be like, oh, I'll allow it. Oh, I love it. I love that from the commissioner. Old commissioner, commissioner Silver, my guy. What a what a bloke yeah. that that is. Oh well, not what you were saying last week. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about All Star Weekend. 
What a bloke. What what a guy, Adam Silver is. <laughs> what a guy, Adam Silver is, though. <laughs> Let's not start ranting about him. He's a good yeah. commissioner. If he, had, if, he, if he had one hair on his head for every nice comment piece he said about him, he'd have <laughs> the exact same amount of hair follicles as he does now. Oh, shout out Commissioner Silver. Good guy. Without him, we wouldn't be here. For the listeners who don't know, he's bald. Why would they be listening to a basketball podcast if they don't know who he is? Oh, some people just <laughs> like our voices. Some people just don't even know who, who the commissioners of these leagues are, eh? Yeah. Oh, it's sad. you got to know Commissioner Silver, it, Commissioner it, Goodell. It, it, anyone would think the commissioner, after listening to this podcast, is either 19 Luka Doncic or 2016 LeBron. Or oh, 1953 right. Red Rocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do the quiz and put a Red Rocker question in, but I couldn't find and the information. Are you doing your quiz now? Yeah. Um. Which Speaking of which, Jed, your trivia, bro. What's uh, what you got cooking for the boys? Uh, I just hope it's as elite as that uh, little cut across there. That was nice. It was smooth by us. Um, so after just a few discussions today, uh, just had some curiosities about NBA contracts and uh, career earnings. So I've got a list of, depending on time, we've got ten to twelve players here, um, and we'll run through. And the person who guesses the closest amount will get the point. So you've got to guess the total of their career earnings to date. So that doesn't include future earnings that they haven't earned yet. Just for a bit of clarity there. That's good, man. I, I, okay. yeah, I wouldn't have been able to figure okay. it out. Was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is so are we ready to begin? Was that? Don't worry. Don't worry. Sorry. Okay. Negative one point for Ethan <laughs> for being lippy. And for your MVP vote. Um, anyway, so... First up, this one's this one's for Trey. Uh, John Wall, what is his career earnings? What are you guys guesses? Um, oh, two eighty. Oh fuck off! That's what legit. I'm not gonna lie. That's what I was gonna guess. Oh no! So I'm gonna go. Just go one higher or one lower. No, that's what I'm trying to think about right now. I'm gonna, oh, was it my I'm turn? Was it Ethan's turn? I'm going to go with 262 mil. Go. Uh, P, keep it quick. Uh, keep it firing. 281. 281 was your, what was your guess, Trey? Well, I know he had like a $200 million contract and he had an $80 million contract. So. <laughs> it's 276. It's going to be a bit higher. It's 276. Trey gets the dub. Yeah, uh, Ethan wasn't even close, but nice job for you too. Next up, we have uh, we have my boy, Thanasis' uh, second favorite uncle, Robin Lopez. Oh, Robin Lopez. Okay, I think I I think I can get try to do the maths on this one. So, just when you have it, no order, just fire through. Cause I know some people like to think about this. One thirty. One thirty. One twelve. One twelve and one forty three. Point goes to Trey again. Nineteen million Delira. These guys do not. Bro, pay. didn't he get a freaking four-year fifty-two? I bro, s- bro, search it up. No, he probably had a four-year fifty-two, and then probably had a lot of minimum contracts in his career. Damn. Yeah, he it was a it was a min player on the Wizards for like three yeah. years. Um, I I could actually search this up and look through it while I'm doing it just to give you guys some clarity on that, but I'm feeling a little bit lazy, so we won't. Uh, next up, we have Nick Batum. Oh, fourth quarter screaming. Fourth quarter scream. Okay, let's go. Ethan's uh, first on the phone. Well, Batum's been in the league for a while, and I know he got paid good by the Hornets. All right, we don't need a whole soliloquy. Yeah. I, like, tell, me, tell me how you really feel, Ethan. Uh, 140. 140? 190. Oh, no, no, no. 172. Trey? One, 137. P gets this one. It is $195 million for Nicholas Batum. That is outrageous. P, you should have he had- stayed with your original. You said 190 and then you backed out. No, because he I thought just- I wasn't thinking about his first couple of years in the league when I changed a- my guess. He had an $88 million contract or something, eh? 
But he's, I think he's put, he's one of those guys who's got paid like pretty good in all of his contracts. Yeah, but um, we're still screaming so what fourth quarter? Why the fuck Batuman? We're still screaming it to this day. Um, so it's two one to P. Oh, to Trey. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to get your hopes up there, P. Um, next up, we have Thibodeau's favorite son, the balding god, Derek Gibson. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Taj Gibson. He got paid pretty handsomely at some point, I feel. Um, give me one. Um, oh, Trace first, though. So. 125. Give me 141. 141. What's yours, Ethan? I'm going to go 130. 130? Ooh. It is 89 million. What? That's not much, eh? He's a Manoon guy. Oh, bro, I need... To... Okay, I've... okay, Sorry. Feel... okay Sorry, I've got Batum, it. Batum earned over 100 mil more than Gibson. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think who's, I've got it now. Closest? There was Trey closest on that one, eh? No, I think I was the closest with my 141 mil guess. Oh. Yeah, I was closest. Yeah. Yep. He, um, Ethan was 130, uh, I was 130. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have KD, Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah. This, okay, this one, I feel like I, I could go got this one. The real MVP. That's you, P. You start. Yeah. Give me Kevin Durant, three hundred and twenty million. Ooh. I, I'm going three, three, one. I'm gonna go three ten. Ethan on the leaderboard. It is three hundred ninety-two million dollars to date. Oh my god. I don't even deserve a point for that. Oh my god, <laughs> that is yeah, that is wild. Yeah, what I did was you like, say, Ethan? Hundred. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have James Harden. Four hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. <laughs> Isn't that Ethan? I oh, know. If he could take it away with that one. Uh, three hundred and seventy. Uh, three hundred and. 45. Trey takes it home with 345. The real answer is 338. That's tough. Harden P, made what less was going money on? than KD. Are you fucking kidding me? Bro, he got drafted two years later. Bullshit. Harden should have signed that $200 million deal that Maury gave Wait. him. Now he got that right. Wait, were you actually being serious with your $400 million? Yeah, 100%. But you got to remember, two years means two, and they've been max guys pretty much their whole careers. That's two years of max contracts that KD had. It's over like sixty him. million or fifty million, which, pretty much. Which is roughly what he got paid less. Um, okay, <laughs> we're gonna throw it back to some of these role player guys. Danny Green, three point shooter. Three point shooters normally get paid, so I don't know whether that's a clue or not a clue. Um, ninety five million. He's been around for a while, so I probably I'm probably gonna say one hundred seventy. One so, ten. So Trey, you said ninety five, was that right? Yeah. P said one ten. Danny Green is a hundred and three. By one million dollars, P takes it away. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like closer to Ethan, like because Ethan. Yeah, no, you say? Was... I think Nick Batum's throwing me off now with his hundred and ninety <laughs> mil. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this is tough. This is tough. This is like shit that like they don't teach you in school. I don't know why. No, it's, it's because you never hear about like when you hear someone's got a bad contract, you hear about it. Like Nick Batum's yeah. contract, you hear about it. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. Next up, you guys got some chance to redeem yourself. You got a lot of information on players drafted around the same time as this guy, Steph Curry, the Curry man, four hundred three guy. Yeah, is, it, is that the number? Is, is it... <laughs> you guys can guess now. Like... I've got... Hey, I think. Uh, I'm just doing some calculations here. So you got... What are you signed for after? I'm going to go with... Is it me? Yeah, just fight anyone far away. 299. 360. 370. Hey, coming back into it, it is $354 million for Curry. What? We from the north of that. I thought he was the highest paid player in the NBA. 
for the last yeah, three years. But you got to remember when he was drafted. When he was drafted. Yeah, that's why the three. <laughs> I thought you he would have twenty million dollars more than Harden. No, because did he draft the year after Harden? Same year, two thousand nine. Same year. I actually like, don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't really care that much either. <laughs> so the score, the scoreboard in last place with a measly one point, and I really regret giving him that, is Ethan Makaronganu. Um, and then there's in second place is what? P it's done. How is it finished? It's not. I'm, oh, okay. I'm just telling you that before we get there. And then uh, Trey in first place on four. So it's close. It's close. Uh, next up, we have another three point shooter, Eric Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Gordon. This That's one will cool. play off the feelings. <laughs> 190 million. Give me 147. Ethan? 121. Oh, he had a $120 million contract. Yeah, Trey takes it away. $179 million for the man. And this one, I expect P to win this one. I expect P to win this next one. Is this the uh, Thanos? This is number 10, but I've got 12. We're going to do the other two because yeah. I'm kind of enjoying this. I think you guys are too. Uh, so number 10, LeBron, father of Bronny, James. The goat, James. This the is the goat. biggest moment in my life right here. 465 million. I just need to do some maths in my head here. Okay. So we, signed a, we signed a pretty big deal after the first Wait, oh, yeah. what, what cut did you get? So it was Four hundred and eighty-one. What did you say, Trey? Four sixty-five. So Trey's gone four sixty-five. I haven't guessed yet. Four eighty-one. Four fifty. Ethan's so close. It is four hundred seventy-nine million dollars. What do you do with that type of money? Let me do some maths. What do do the, what's the, bro, what's the you... rookie deal? The only reason I got that wrong is because I calculated the rookie deal wrong. Other than that, I would have got it right. But well, it's, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all of my calculations was always, almost correct, to be fair. Yeah, I worked it out. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> we got Peking still tied up. We've got two more. So these next two guys, well, this next guy, I yeah. wanted it to be Red Rocker, but I couldn't find his information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume somewhere between thirty dollars and $40,000 for his career. Great, great number. It was probably a lot of money back then. Could probably yeah. buy a house. House, three three cars and a, and a goat. But, right. um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go Zaza, overvoted Petulia. Oh, Lord Jesus. I don't even know where you go with Zaza. Mm. 80. 65. Uh, 81. Ethan gets it again. It's 59 million for Zaza. Zaza made, wow. I thought he was in the salary cap era. What the fuck? No, nah, but he oh, might have been in the salary cap era, but like not, he might not have, like, you know, not every player benefited from the salary cap era. It was a lot of max deals. Yeah. Zaza, um, disgrace. <laughs> And one player who did benefit, last guy, a player who did benefit from probably not the salary cap era, but he has benefited for some from some good contracts in his career. He's been a good situation guy. Contavious ankle monitor, Caldwell Pope. Hey, shout out KCP. Um, well, I already know that this is more than I won't say the number, but it's more than that. One fifty. Give me one fifty. 147. 153. What did you say? <laughs> 150. And what did you say, Trey? 147. Uh, Trey takes it home. It is only $103 million. I don't know how. I don't know how the math makes sense on that. you got like a fucking $60 million deal, bro. What is um, Man, I'm... you just cock-blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to search this up and I'm going to break it down for you because this one shocked me. This one shocked me. So career earnings. So he was uh, rookie deal, rookie deal, rookie deal, rookie deal. First four years. Sweet. Yeah. $17 million first year on the Lakers. Uh -huh. $12 million second year on the Lakers. 
$7 million third year on the Lakers, then $12 million. And then pretty much, oh, no, I fucked it up. I don't know how I fucked this up so bad. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? Yeah, 103. Yeah, no, that's right. And then just, yeah, um, between 12 and 14 for every single year after that. Crazy. Um, you, you forgot to do Tony Snell. Tony Snell? Oh, do you guys want to know Tony Snell? <laughs> no, nah, don't get me started on Tony Snell. I'll go all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go all day on Tony Snell. This, this, okay, this last one is for... You don't have to put this in the pod if you don't want to. This last one is for uh, for Trey and P only. Uh, Ethan knows this one. Jeff Green. The god of minimum contracts. Yeah. Was... So yeah, the minimum, minimum contract. Million. The minimum contract merchant. Eighty-two. Seventy-six. Still 92 million, but 17 years in the NBA. He's had one $15 million contract, then nothing above nine. He's had, but like, it's that one $15 million contract that saves him because pretty much, but he's he's getting paid $8 million a year by the Rockets. Far out. He really loves basketball. Holy. $8 million a year in his 17th year, oh, 16th year. Crazy. He's good too. Why does he sign for so little? He- at the moment, no, throughout his career, bro, he has been the most off and on NBA player in history, and he's just matured well. That's it. That, what a well, that's that's some good trivia. I I rated that. I was a big fan. That was some good questions. Um, Trey, what's that? Trey got six or five? Yeah, Trey got six. All right, no, it's good. W. Uh, so Trey gets on the scoreboard, leaderboard with two wins. I've got two wins, and Jed's got two wins, and that's the only people with wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to make up the numbers, man. I'm just here I, to make I, up the numbers. I think you missed the one, Did you? You want to double check that? <laughs> what? Who, who's, is that yours? You got three or two? I'm on, oh, I think I'm on okay. nine victories just, at the moment, actually. Do you want to just double check that Ethan's not on there? And, and tell, us if, tell us again if Ethan's on there. Just double oh, check and tell us. I will. I'll make sure. Start of the next episode, I'll make sure to, to get that down for you. But uh, good podcast, fellas. Another one in the books. Episode 13, done and dusted. Thanks for participating. Thanks to all the fans, everyone who's watching and tuning in, listening in. We appreciate the support. We shall see you on the next podcast, episode 14. But episode 13 is done and dusted. Over and out. Catch you on the next one. Yo, best trivia in the Catch game. Catch you later.